0: This is the Purpose Church Podcast. We exist to help every person live on purpose. It is our prayer that this message helps you experience God in a brand new way.
1: Happy New Year, everybody! Good to see you! So glad that you are here. And Jasmine stole my joke, so it's all right. I haven't preached to you guys in a year, so I uh, found another one, but it's so glad you guys are here. Happy New Year, and to, to your point earlier, this is the best way to start a new year. I mean, it's January 1st, brand new year, and you guys came to the house of the Lord. I would say you're one of one for goals on the year. Good job. I mean, you made so we're so glad you guys are here
0: yes happy new year to everybody we're glad you are here it's kind of fun to have everybody in one service this morning And, uh, I just also wanted to take a moment and thank our dream team for serving so well throughout this whole holiday season over our Christmas Eve services. And then also today on New Year's Day. And, you know, we all get to be in here, but we do have some volunteers who are not in here. And those are our, some of our fantastic kids team teachers who are serving out of love and even in a, in a way sacrificially this morning to love on our kids. And so could we just give it up for our kids team teachers? Give them some love. So when they listen to this podcast, they will hear you love on them. When you go pick up your kiddos, just love on them. Tell them thank you for serving today so we can all be in here together. But um, we're very excited to share with you this morning some things that the Lord has put on our heart for uh, this next year. Uh, We had a, a day a while back, maybe before Thanksgiving. I'm not exactly sure you know how it is this time of year everything kind of blends together but um, where we just kind of sought the Lord in prayer and um, asked him for clarity and direction and vision for this next year and so we're excited to share with you this morning some of those things that the Lord put on our heart for you.
1: It's it was it was very clear here's what 2022 was and we felt like this was true for a lot of you and uh, because we put it all together the one-on-ones that we've had with a lot of you the uh, the dinners, the breakfasts, the coffees, the things that the common thread that we've heard through many of your families and your stories, and 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 a lot of you are brand new. I mean, even uh, the last, just the last six months of growth track. There's probably been thirty to forty families join the church in the last six months, and and we we have seen um, a lot of the same common thread. 2022 was the year of stability. People were trying to get stable, trying to find what normal was. But more than normal, whatever that word means, it was a year of stability. Uh, Emotionally, people trying to get back to some kind of even keel. Um, uh, Even physically, a lot of our bodies healing. Um, there, There was a year of stability for our relationships that had just gone offline when we were all stuck online and getting a year of stability, reorganizing our lives, trying to stabilize our money, our health. It was a year of stability. And guess what? You made it through 2022. And now there are some new goals uh, to set. And I know that sounds cliche, and we're not talking about New Year's resolutions. We're going to be talking about values. Resolutions, uh, what was the statistic? Like 70-something percent of New Year's resolutions are given up on by Valentine's Day. So we're, we're not talking about, you know, let's all write our five best goals. We're talking about some changes based on values. So here's what 2023 is. 2022 is the year of stability. 2023 is the year of strategy. The year of strategy. And here's the question. What's your plan for that? Right. What's your plan for that? I want to get healthier. What's your plan for that? Right. Nobody's going to come, you know, rip the donut out of your hand. Richard Simmons isn't hiding behind the curtains. <laughs> What's your plan for that? What's your spiritual plan? Right. What is your plan? What, what is the plan for your family? No. What, what, what is your plan for your marriage. And time and time again, when we're, uh, if if it's both of us or just one of us and we're doing counseling with a couple or something and we find out what's going on in their marriage and we find out there was no plan. When we meet with people and we talk about they're just in the financial pit, there was no plan. What is your plan for that? 2023 is the year of strategy and why? Because when we base our life off values to honor God with our family, our marriages, our time, our talent, our treasure then God will support us in these plans if it's based on his will. And so the prayer of a righteous man availeth much. We, if, we, if we are in right alignment with God and our homes, which is what the word righteous means, if we're in right alignment with God and our homes are based on truth and we develop plans even out of prayer and times with the Lord, he will bless those plans. So what is your plan for that? And bottom line, you know, it comes down to very practical steps. Mm-hmm. So we want to help you live this year on That's purpose right. and help us all develop strategies for our lives. We're coming out of a year of getting more and more stable. Yes, there's more and more things that we could get stable in, I'm for sure. But let's develop some strategies. So everybody say that with me. Say 2023. Say it louder. 2023. 2023. 2023. Is the year of strategy. the
0: year of strategy. Amen. So we're not just going to ask a question and then not help answer that question. And so part of what we're going to share with you today is, is the question to you to challenge you in your own life and all of these aspects, but also to share with you part of um, how the church can come alongside you to help be an answer to that question. So when we ask, what is your plan for that? Well, our our vision for this next year is that we help provide a roadmap for you in which you can take, take these roads to growth. And these are the last few messages that that we've both preached is that God's desire for us is that we grow. There's a whole analogy in the New Testament about being spiritual infants and drinking spiritual milk, but the word encourages us to grow and to not always be drinking milk. And so in the same way that we grow in our natural bodies, the Lord desires that we grow in our spiritual walk as well, and so part of our vision for this year and what we're going to share today is the way that we want to help you grow over this next year. And so, one one of the uh, practical things that we've learned when we when we ask the question, "What is your plan for that?" very practical. Calendar is king. If it's not on the calendar, it's not real. It, it remains a hope, a dream, an idea, a goal. It's up in the clouds and maybe it's nice and it looks great, might sound great, but if it's not on the calendar, it's not real. So you can hope for a date night all you want, but it's not real until it's on the calendar. And you are welcome to, at this moment, on the count of three, you can elbow your spouse if you need to get it on the calendar, ready? One, two, three, you can elbow and be like, bro, sis, let's get it, let's get it on the calendar. Calendar is king. If you're going to exercise, it's got to go on the calendar. If you're going to do anything that matters, uh, spending time in the Word, it's got to be on the calendar. Calendar is king. If it's not on the calendar, it's not real. And so our, our, our plan, our goal, our vision for this year is to help you develop disciplines and routines to support you to become the person that God has for you. Because we all have this ideal version of ourselves and and ways that we want to help the the kind of person we want to be. But we want to help you develop routines and disciplines uh, that will help you get there. And one thing that is interesting about every other religion in the world, it's about humanity trying to get to God. Every single religion all across the world, it's about humans trying to reach God. Christianity is the only religion in the entire world where God is actually reaching for us. Over and over again, it's this amazing grace story where God is continuously pursuing us. He's reaching for us. He's looking for us. And to help show that this has always been God's nature, this is God's nature, and it will continue to be God's nature, you can see it in the very first book of the Bible. In Genesis chapter 3, we see that God asks this really profound question. We're going to ask it to you today. And the question is, where are you? Where are you? And obviously this could uh, have, have multiple answers. We could answer it like physically you are in this building. Maybe mentally you are writing out your grocery list and your to-do list. Emotionally, maybe there's a smile, but emotionally maybe it, it, you're somewhere different. So this answer or this question could have lots of different kinds of answers. But I want us to look at the scripture where we see God ask Adam and Eve the same question where he says, Where are you? Let's look at it together in Genesis chapter 3. It says, when the women saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, which is interesting because we're about to start a fast next week. And there are going to be lots of things that are pleasing to the eye. Good for food and pleasing to the eye. And all God's people said, Amen. And if you've ever fasted before, you should give a little heartier amen than that. Because you're about to see, for real, just how much food looks good and pleasing to the eye. We continue on here. It says, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were open and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day and they hid from the Lord God among the trees in the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, where are you? Where are you? It's this beautiful picture of God pursuing us. God pursuing us, looking for us, desiring a relationship with us. He wants to know us. He wants to know where we are, even if we are hiding. If you find yourself today hiding in any regard, hiding true feelings, hiding emotions, hiding pain, hiding what what your heart uh, desires or your goals, if you find yourself hiding from God spiritually or hiding behind a mask or hiding behind success or progress or work or busyness, if you find yourself hiding, I want you to know today that God is looking for you, that God loves you, that he's pursuing you, that he desires a love relationship with you. And God is pursuing you today. And what is interesting about this, this scripture and this question is that God is always looking for us. God is always looking to make a way for us to get back to him. He's always looking for us to to make a way back to Him, get to know Him more, to get to know Him on a deeper level. God is always looking to make a way. This is true for us in our life, in our own personal lives, our marriages, our relationship, obviously, our relationship with God. So, are you hiding? Where are you? Are you hiding? Are you being honest? Are you being proactive in your faith and in your relationship with God? Or is there maybe a shrinking back, maybe maybe an apathy that has set in? But just where are you today? And part of how we want to, uh, if we want to get to a certain place, if there's a destination that we're headed to, spiritually speaking, if there's a version of ourselves spiritually and we're headed in that direction, maybe that direction is even just to grow. Like I wanna grow in my faith. I wanna grow in my knowledge of God's word. I wanna grow in my knowledge of, of God's character. We have to know where we are so we know where we can go. We can't, we can't start if we're not honest about where our starting point is. So we've gotta answer the question, where am I? And sorry for the cliches on New Year's Day, but it is what it is. But I would, we would encourage you today, before you go to bed tonight, to spend some time just reflecting, spend some time journaling. And if not today, maybe tomorrow morning, wake up and just journal about and answer this question with you and the Lord. Answer honestly, where are you? And let let him know where you are. And to be honest about your answer, because that's the whole point of the question. It's a moment of honesty and you don't have to be ashamed of what the actual answer might be because the point of the, of God even asking the question that he's always looking to make a way and that he's always looking to provide a path to him. And so the, Purpose of our 21 days of prayer and fasting, not the only purpose, but part of it is that it is a way that God makes for us to get to know him, to build a relationship with him, to pursue him, to cultivate those disciplines and those routines that build out uh, even a framework or, or a pathway for us to um, get to know him. And so where we see humanity got themselves lost in the garden, we find our way at the cross with Jesus. So there's, there's a lost and there is a found. There is a need for salvation and there is a savior. And we find our way at the cross. Whatever, wherever your, whatever your answer is to the where are you, the answer to getting back on track, you will find at the cross. You will find it with Jesus. Jesus, he is, he is the way maker. He is the one who will provide a way. He is the one who will provide a path, and I, we, we fully believe that if you will commit yourself in these next few weeks of just sowing seed into your relationship with God over the next twenty-one days, starting next, God, you will, you know, jump in now. But if you will sow seeds of pursuing God, you will. He will show you the way that you need to go. He will. He will give you the clarity you need. He will give you the direction you need, and he will provide for you the next steps that you need. Whatever your answer is to the where are you question, the answer to getting back on track, you will find it with Jesus. So he looks for you and he's seeking you. Whatever our answer to this question is, God does not, he does not condemn you. He is not beating down on you. He's not looking down on you. He doesn't, he doesn't ask you why are you where you are. He simply wants to know where are you and to provide a path forward for you to get back on track or on track with him. And the good news is, is that it only requires one thing of you. It only requires one thing and it is time. All it will require of you is time. Time with Jesus, time in his word, time in prayer, time in worship, time with Jesus. It's a slowing down In our spirituality, it's a slowing down in our rhythms, and it's about being intentional in our time with Jesus. And so what's your plan for that? If you're like, hey, that sounds that sounds good, Lord, and I would like to get on a path for the question, where are you? I would like to answer that question to the Lord, and I would like to get on a path forward with Jesus. And so we would ask, because this is our question to you this year, is well, what is your plan for that? We're here to help. We got you. We are we're here to help. And so We have for you at the back, you will see a table where we have a resource book. Um, If you go to the Church Center app, Register for 21 Days of Prayer. You're going to be getting some daily notifications like prayer points and scriptures and that kind of thing. But also it's going to follow the format of this book where it's 21 Days of Devotionals. It is rich with scripture. It's laid out beautifully. I personally love the format. Really, really fantastic guide to help you and to pursue God. And so when we say, what is your plan for that? And we're talking about calendar is king. I know that this sounds really practical, but even down to like, what am I going to pray Do you ever sit down to pray and you're like, okay, I'm going to pray. And you're just not quite sure what to pray. But if you can have a guide, something to walk you through different prayer points, it becomes easier with time. And the more you do it and the more you practice and the more time you spend in it, the easier it gets. And so this devotional is a guide that will help walk you through that. And it helps to answer the, what will I pray? When will I pray? Uh, even think about in your head, like, where will I pray? Like, if you can visualize and have a plan and know when and where in your home you're going to do these things, it helps eliminate some of the, like, just the wandering time of, like, uh, trying to get so, Like, you know, I'm gonna wake up at this time. This is where I'm gonna sit. This is where I'm gonna read. I have a, a focus for even my prayer points. It helps you get the most out of your time with Jesus.
1: In, and I, I know some of you are probably thinking... You know, that's just not my personality. Obviously, you and Landon are planners, and it, not really. We're really not. And, and the Bible, like Autumn, it says, unless you are, you know, a flighty personality, these things don't apply to you. It's, it, our personalities have to bend their knee to values, not the other way around. Well, I'm not a morning person. Values don't bend their knee to personality. Um, we, we do what we need to do as adults to prioritize God. And we promise you, if you do that this year, the Bible, the Bible says, seek me, and you're going to find me every time. And, and he, he's, he is in passionate pursuit looking for you. And, and the book, um, can you put that slide back up about the, the book, Nick? Um, if you join that church center group, so to participate in 21 Days of Prayer, You'll scan that QR code or go to the church website. Um, we use an app called Church Center, and you'll it'll bring up uh, this church, and you, you select it. Lots of churches use the app. Uh, the Purpose Church will pop up. Select that one, and you're able to do anything and everything on that app. Check in your kids before you even get to church, and they'll have tags ready for you, and scan a barcode, and... Um, register for events, a lead track or conferences or um, anything like that. You can give, track your giving, track your pledge to the building campaign. All of that is on that app, but also it does small groups and also does groups like 21 Days of Prayer. If you want to participate 21 Days of Prayer, you got to join that group because in that group is where everything's going to be shared and uploaded and given. Um, so download that app and then show them, hey, I downloaded the app, and they'll give you a, a free copy of that book, because we want you to get the most out of the next 21 days. And we promise you, um, it's, it's going to be powerful. There, you'll hear testimonies the next couple of weeks of people that have had a amazing 21 days of prayer and fasting testimonies. The church turns eight next Sunday, by the way, which is crazy. Um, so we've got... Eight years of people having testimonies of 21 days of prayer and fasting. And some of you are here because someone was praying for you for the last eight years. So it's, it's just an incredible thing to see God. Our
0: challenge to you over the last few weeks. All
1: in with this and you won't be disappointed.
0: And that's been our challenge to you over the last few weeks is to just adopt the mantra, I'm all in. And I shared a few weeks ago the verse that talks about being planted in the house of God. And we encouraged you to be planted. And when you are planted, you will, will pursue Jesus. You will find everything that you are looking for. And we don't approach God as though he is a genie. We don't approach God as though he is a vending machine. The goal is not that we can get anything from God. The goal is that we will know him better. The goal is that we will know him more. The goal is that we will know him personally, that our own personal relationship with Jesus will grow and will be cultivated. He he is the prize. He is the goal. Knowing him is what we want. And I think that it is great to have fasting goals and objectives and, and, and praying for certain things. That's, that is that um, is a biblical value. We see that taught in scripture. Like you are fasting for something specific. You are fasting for a breakthrough. You are fasting for somebody's salvation. Those things are good. Those things are biblical. And we have seen over and over again that when people spend 21 days with us in January praying and fasting, they may not see those things come to pass until October, November, maybe even December at the end of the day. This year, but you're sowing into this year, you're walking it out in faith, you, you are trusting God and his sovereignty in all of it, and then you see how God will move in your life throughout the rest of the year. I really believe that it's going to be an amazing journey for you if you jump in and join us in it. Just a show of hands, if you've been here before and you've done 21 days of prayer and fasting with us, would you raise your hand? That's awesome. Very cool. And if this is not your first time to fast, then you've probably learned this like we have, is that um, you, you. Pr- this is a practice. So the way that I will approach fasting and prayer now is not the same way as when I first started. We grow in it. And so like one year, maybe this was my experience. And then the next year, I build on it a little bit more. And then you build on it. And that's really been exciting to see in so many people's lives. And even for us, we especially when we're getting up really early, when we would meet at the office for prayer time, because we're getting up early, we'd go to bed, like very, really help to change even our, our bedtime routine, our, um, just all of the like very practical things, but it helps like tighten it up a little bit. It helps get you back on track. And then hopefully those things don't slip back into regular, like you, you are able to develop new habits and patterns and dis- disciplines. And then that becomes your new baseline for life. That makes sense.
1: It really is a <clears throat> uh, kind of a question of who you're going to honor. Our, our, I, I know I, some of us, and I used to do this, like during 21 days of prayer, I was like, I just cannot wait to go to Waterburger in 21 days. And it's like, I just cannot <laughs> wait to go to Waterburger in 20 days. And I would count it down. It was torture. Um, and, and, it, it was, and I was like, why is that the goal? like why why am I honoring just getting this thing over with it was a my like why why is this just something I got to get done so I could sow some seed? What if this was really just this is the best way, and the other way is not something to desire you know and'm I'm, I'm not you know of course we all eat burgers or whatever that's not the point. I'm talking about like what what we what are we desiring more are we desiring to get close to God in these next twenty one days and to hear him or are we just I'm trying to rub the genie's lamp, and so uh, the the goal of it is to lay our lives down, turn the volume down to the world to hear him, and whatever he says goes. Now, because he created all, he created all. It's it's his world. We are his. Um, you were talking about going to bed earlier and waking up. Um, and we all get it, right? A lot of us are parents in the room, and sometimes you're just trying to get to bedtime so you can survive. You're just trying to get to bedtime so you can have two hours to yourself. Like, like we get it. We get it. And, and I think maybe even in these moments, it'll reset because the Bible says that evening and morning were one day to him. So according to the Bible, the, the beginning of the day does not start when the sun comes up. That's when it starts visibly, but the beginning of the day, according to the Bible, is when we go to bed. Mm-hmm. That's the beginning of the day. It starts with rest, mm-hmm. and so that that was a biblical value shift for us, um, and it changed the game. That's right. um, you start to sleep better. You start to think better. Uh, your physical health improves when you sleep. Um, appropriately. Just everything got better. We were sick a lot less. I mean, just everything started to improve because we made the decision to honor God above all Mm -hmm. and not honor our own desires. And so part of our job, actually our, if you had to write down a one-sentence job description for for us, it would be uh, the privilege of shepherding. Mm -hmm. And it's our job, it's our calling, it's our Mm -hmm. privilege to shepherd. Um, And what that means is basically... That we are to guide you away from danger, to guide you away from wolves, and lead you to clean water and green grass, lead you to nutritious things, and keep you safe. And this next year, there are some beautiful fields we want to lead you to. And we found some really pretty ones. (laughs) And we we want to take you there. We want you to graze on these hillsides. And that's literally how we see it. Like we... We don't see our calling as communication. It's just part of what we do. We don't see our calling as leadership. It's, that's just part of what we got to do. Our calling is to guide and shepherd those who God sends. And mm-hmm. I know I'm a broken record, but we do not grow the church. God sends people into a body of believers. That's his responsibility. Um, nowhere in God's word are human beings called to build a corporation. Nowhere. We are called to shepherd, lead, guide, and protect. When we do that, God trusts that place, that body of believers with more sheep. That's what he does. So no amount of marketing, even no building. I can't tell you how many buildings I've been in. They have a beautiful facility and they have 87 people and 500 seats. No building builds the church. You are the church and God sent you into a family. And we can't wait to meet who all of your brothers and sisters are going to be this next 12 months that God is going to send. But we want to lead you to some really pretty fields. Is there anything else about that you want to share?
0: Just a quick note that our kids team is going to have some resources available to help bring our kid. There's a way that you can bring your kid. You are a parent and you have school age kiddos probably even younger there's there's a way that you can bring your kids along with you and the discipline and the the biblical value of prayer and fasting and so we have over the years just explain to the kids what we're doing and I know it's hard to like cook one meal for kids and something different for us and but we at least like we're talking to them about it we're praying with them um last year our kids were fasting from chores and brushing their teeth and that kind of stuff and so it's just a great opportunity to continue to teach them what fasting is and also what fasting is not um you know kudos for the for being so clever but um so didn't let them do it
1: just all those...
0: Be looking out for resources coming from your kids, uh, teachers in ways that you can uh, bring your kiddos along with you in this journey as we teach our kids what we're learning, which is to be disciples of Christ, not just believers in Christ, but followers and disciples of Christ, which means that we hear the voice of God and we do what he says. And it's hard to hear the voice of God to know what to do when everything else around us is so very loud. Everything around us is reaching for our attention. Everything around us is reaching for our our ear space and our eye space. And this is an intentional time where the body of Christ, largely even across the country, Christians are dialing down all of the outside noise to really focus in on hearing what God says. And I was thinking of a scripture I wanted to share with you today. And it, it talked about, um, y'all might have to help me because it's a little fuzzy if I don't have it written down. I will probably mess it up, but God is speaking and he says, I'm not, I'm not in the mighty wind. I'm not in the, in the earthquake. earthquake. I'm not in the fire. Those are ways that God had spoken in the past to people, but he said, I'm in the whisper.'" And it's hard to hear the whisper of God when we're looking for him in the ways that he spoke to us in the past or we're looking for him in the noise and the, and the big demonstrative things around us. God will speak yeah. to us when we can get alone with him, when we can get in the in the quiet space with him. And we can hear the new thing that he is desiring to speak to us to give us direction on how we need to walk that out.
1: Yeah, it's going to be an, an incredible start to the year with next week we're starting a two-week mini-series. So what we're going to do, is we're going to show you some of the hillsides we're going to go to. You want to go on a road trip for a second? So let's show you where we're going to go. So in about August, um, we were starting this process in August and then that piece of land showed up and everything kind of got put on hold for a little bit. Um, and then we got the land under wraps and so we went back to this and we, it, it's, it, it's a roadmap, but how many of you know road trips can change? Uh, and so we, we've got all the sermon series and events laid out for, for all of this year. Penciled so we in. penciled in, and so we want we want to show you uh, or, or tell you a little bit about where we are headed. So if we're all, um, and we're going to tell you where we're headed, we're going to do a two week mini series, and it's simply called prayer. Um, and we're going to teach you um, what biblical prayer looks like, and it doesn't have the thou or thine in it. Imagine that, and you don't have to pray the same thing every day. And the, oh, it's not coming to get you, all right? You have to pray the same thing every day, all right? We we are going to show you um, how to approach God uh, in prayer. Uh, It's going to be a great tool for you. In addition to the book uh, and fasting together, it's going to be incredible. And then we're going into a series called Greater Reward, and it is a series all about habits. Uh, We're going in, we're talking about habits. Um, We've all got them. And We've all got these habits, and I think that it's going to be um, eye-opening for us, because what do you want more? What do you want more? And, and do, we, do we want the reward um, of good, or do we want a greater reward? And so we're going to talk about those habits, um, and then we're going to go into a series called A Little Bit of Wisdom Goes a Long Way. Um, the Bible, I mean, I love the book of Proverbs. It is chocked full of, of scriptures about wisdom and prudence. And I don't believe, and we've talked about this a lot. Um, we've, oh yeah, the term peer to peer mentoring. And that sounds cool, right? You're like, oh yeah, it's actually dumb. Um, because I don't want to learn from someone who's a peer. Like you need to learn too. Why are you teaching me? I want to learn from someone who's gone before me. I don't want to learn how to parent from someone who has a kid my kid's age. Like, I want to learn from someone who's already done this successfully. Like, and so peer-to-peer mentoring, and not that it's like, I mean, I guess you could learn from a cashier if you're learning how to cashier at Costco. That's peer-to-peer whatever. But like significant stuff like family and marriage and finances, peer-to-peer mentoring is dumb. And so we're going to talk about how a little bit of wisdom goes a long way. And biblical wisdom in every area of our life, how it will change the game for you. Um, and then that wisdom is going to go into a series called More Than Enough. And it is a series on financial habits and health. Um, and God wants us to live with more than enough, but it's not what you might think. And So we, we, we know that San Antonio per capita has the highest amount of credit card debt of any city in the United States. And we know that most of you in this room would love to honor God. You just feel like you can't. Mm -hmm. And so we want to help you Mm -hmm. get out of this pit. Mm -hmm. And so we are going to have a brand new resource available where we are actually working with you guys. Who was here when we did the strap series and Joe Sangle came and we were at the charter school? Um, we're working with Joe Sengel and his company to offer one-on-one over Zoom coaching for anyone in here that wants it. Financial coaching. So you don't have to come to the church staff. We don't got to get up all in your business. Somebody that we know and trust who understands finances in their sleep can get you fired up about paying stuff off. I mean, he screamed that a hundred times, get fired up, everybody fired up. He'll get you fired up over your finances, so we'll unveil that resource to you here very, very soon. Uh, And then we get into April and May, and this is going to be bomb. It is going to be incredible, because we're going into a series called Perfectly Designed. Perfectly Designed. God designed it all. He designed marriage. He designed the family. And if God... Uh, designed it, he defines it, and we're going to talk about that. Um, and it's, it's going to be beautiful um, with the tools that are going to be made available to you because in April, April the 23rd, I believe I got the date right, April the 23rd, we are having our very first ever parenting conference. On April the 23rd, um, and Kirk and Debbie Freeman are coming here and running workshops with us. It's a Sunday, so it's like a one day, like packet full kind of thing. He's going to teach, she's going to teach, they're going to teach. There's going to be worship, uh, all kinds. It's going to be like a big old party for the kids are going to be throwing down over there. It's going to be incredible. It's called parent university. So parent university coming up in April and we want everybody to come.
0: And if you're here and you're like, well, I don't have kids, I've already raised kids, I don't plan to have kids, Um, there's still going to be really important and significant ways that you can help be a part of making that event really meaningful for people who are currently in the trenches of parenting. You you can help serve, we're going to have refreshments, you can help um, hang out with the kids and make that party awesome for them. Um, There's going to be a variety of ways that you can still be a part of making that um, conference, that workshop day, Really meaningful for parents. I saw um, there was a quote in a parenting devotional, which we're giving to everybody who comes um, this devotional. But it, it said there are very few problems in our society that could not be fixed by good parenting. And I've thought about it, and I agree with I agree with it. There are very few few things in our society that are really wrong that couldn't be corrected with good godly intentional parenting and so a way that we can come alongside those who are currently parenting if that's not you is by serving at that event and helping come alongside your brothers and sisters who are in those trenches because they're they're helping you raise the kids who we're leaving this world in their hands right it's about the it's about legacy it's about thinking three generations beyond ourselves and so um, i would just encourage you to find a way to be a part of that and not be like well it's not for me i'm out like yeah. be a part of it and there'll
1: be sign ups to serve yeah. if you want to sign up to serve that class conference
0: on the church center app, which you now have because you're registered for 21 days of prayer.
1: They're going to think we get like a cut from every download. We don't. <laughs> but We're if church center
0: it. hears this and they're open to Stop,
1: it, send me Oh my a God! DM. No. Is that how it works? No. Um, and then in May, we are having a marriage conference, a two-day marriage conference in May called Made to Last. Um, our friends, Jeremy and Lindsay Bosma, are flying in from Las Vegas, Nevada, and they're going to be here with us that entire weekend, um, and it's, it's going to be incredible. We want to resource your marriages. Um, the devil has a very specific plan to attack your home, yep. and you need every tool you can get. That is in May. Yep. That's going to be incredible.
0: Aside from our relationship with God the one who we choose to marry is the most significant relationship of our lives. And it's important that we learn what God says about marriage and to be the husband and the wife that God has designed for us to be. And so these uh, work, not workshops, these conferences are designed to help us really dig into the theology and the purpose that God has for us in these relationships um, in our marriage and in our parenting. And for the marriage conference, there'll be more information to come. But again, it's, if you're in college, it's for 18 and over. So You don't necessarily have to be married. You can be like, I would like to learn about marriage even before I married single people. You're welcome to attend as well. Uh, It's going to be a great event, and we're really looking forward to um, the ministry that Jeremy and Lindsay Bosma are going to be uh, sharing with us that weekend. They're going to be preaching that Sunday service as well as at the conference, and it's it's not going to disappoint. Also, if calendar is king, the moment these um, registrations are opened, I would encourage you to right away register for it. Like don't delay, register for it, put it on your calendar and prioritize these uh, relationships in your life over this next year and you will definitely uh, see the fruit of it in your marriage and in your parenting.
1: Absolutely. And then uh, to start to start the summer to kick off the summer, Uh, We're going to do what's called five-on-five, where five of our top up-and-coming communicators get five minutes each to preach a sermon back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back. Rapid fire with a ticker on the screen, and we did seven-on-seven last time. Church went a little long, so now it's five-on-five, all right? So uh, so (laughs) we're going to help y'all out, all right? Um, and then in the summer, I mean, we are already, we've already reserved all the spots for kids' camp. The kids are going back to camp. The teenagers are going back to Dallas to Youth for the Nations. Uh, July 30th is Next Gen Takeover. Back to School Blessing on August the 6th. I mean, remember last, this last year, we prayed over 150 teachers and students that do not go to this church but came just to be prayed over before the school year. Uh, and then in uh, September, um, we are getting into a series called Mind Monsters. Um, a, a series on how to conquer fear, worry, and guilt, uh, you don't want to miss that. And we have Brandon Stewart coming in from Leading Second. He's preaching in September, um, flying in from Seattle. That's going to be incredible.
0: If you don't know who Brandon Stewart is, he leads a phenomenal ministry called Leading Second. He and his wife, Lindsay, a lot of you probably have had your team leaders share with you a Leading Second podcast, but they have this incredible space in in the ministry world about helping leaders, church, church-wide leaders. Um, he's just has so much wisdom to share, and so we're really excited to have him come and yeah. pour into our church that weekend.
1: And if you have been to Lead Track, um, our leadership uh, tool pipeline, if you want to learn how to be become Winks God's local church, that registration will open up soon. If you want to take that that course with me for thirteen weeks, um, and it's a, it's once a week on a Monday night so just be ready for that. Uh, Brandon Stewart's content is actually a big part of what we teach, so you'll get to even know him before he shows up. So that's going to be really, really fun, Um, and then we're going to do baptisms again right around Halloween weekend, punch the devil right in the face. It's going to be really, really cool, and then Pastor Jackie's coming in from Lubbock in in November. One of our overseers will be coming to preach in November, Um, and we always love it when when Pastor Jay, he's like the grandpa of our church. When he, when he shows up, everybody loves it, and he'll be here in November.
0: That's right. And then, after all that, we're already back to where we just finished. <laughs> You're like, already? Uh, we'll wrap up the year with our Legacy series, Legacy 2023, and then Christmas. So that's um, 2023 in a nutshell. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I mean, no, Abby was like, woo. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, was, I just was like, it, it's already like, do you guys see how like when we're lo- looking at the counter, we're like, it's already 2024. And it's the first day of 2023. Uh, so it, it, won't he do it? And then we have a little Christmas series. We'll do Christmas Eve again. Almost 400 people were here on Christmas Eve. Um, it was a beautiful service, by the way. Everyone who participated, uh, thank you. It was a wonderful, wonderful night uh, we had uh, last weekend. And so th- that's those are the hills sides we're going to be going to this year. Um, And God is up to something, everybody. Think about when we started last year. Look back. When we started last year, we were in that charter school, packed into this, the worst venue we've ever been in. Thank God for the manna, but we're glad it's over. Packed into this tiny little room, and we had to walk down the longest hallway ever to even get to the worship center. Um, And we didn't know where we were going to have church. We didn't have any land. Uh, we were still coming out of all the 2020, 2021 stuff. Look at where we're starting this year. Um, we own five acres on the interstate. We have favor with this school district and with this school. They know who we are. We're the first church they've ever allowed into their facilities uh, the, in, in this school district uh, and on a long-term basis. It's, it's a, uh, there, there's so much moving in the right direction, and, and God has his hand all over it. Uh, his favor is on it. So I just, when I think back to how we started last year um, and how we're starting this year, it's very, very different. Mm-hmm. And so I can't wait to see what God does. So as we get ready to end, um, the band can go ahead and come out as we get ready to end the service. Um, we're going we're gonna to say something together. Uh, it's a declaration we're all going to say together.
0: There's something really powerful about what we confess with our mouth. Our confession is really, really important. And there's something to even like the Apostles' Creed that was confessed together as the body of Christ. And, and so we don't necessarily have that today, but we have a New Year's Day um, confession that we are all going to say together. And so just to get some of the, the oomph behind it, why don't we go ahead and stand to our feet for this part. And the title of this declaration is, I'm all in. Who is all in this year, 2023? This is your year to be all in. We're going to have an opportunity to uh, just confess this together and make a, make a declaration. And
1: you know, these, these declarations, I think it's important that there's some, that, that we understand why human beings do this like why we chant these things, why we cheer, why we shout. The Bible is very, very clear that these things are included in worship. And so I think that what we're about to do is just as much worship as what we did earlier. Worship is not only tied to music, by the way. I know, I know in the United States, we've got beautiful worship bands. They make wonderful albums and all of that. I get it. But worship is not only tied to music. What you're going to do in the morning alone with coffee and the Bible, that's worship. Submitting yourself is worship. Right. Honoring your spouse is worship. Right. What we're about to chant together is worship. It's just as much worship as music is, and our lives are to be worship unto Him. And so, this declaration is going to set your year off right. And if you, if this will all be available on YouTube and podcasts and all that, if you want to go back and listen to it and write it down, um, and we might even can email all this to you if you, if you want it, so you can say these things. Um, every day. And and it will reset your soul, uh, which is your mind, will, and emotions. It'll reset your soul so that your soul matches your spirit that's connected to God. And it's going to be a beautiful start to your day. Okay, so are you ready? Are you ready for this declaration? Because after this declaration, we're going into our response time. The band is going to lead us in one more song. Uh, and then we are going to ask the, after the declaration, we we'll ask the prayer partners to come down and there's communion right here. We encourage you after this declaration, um, I'll say a quick prayer. The prayer team will come down. Come take communion with your family. Get prayer for any, have someone match faith with you about the goals that you're believing God for, the the things that you might be thinking are hard to give up or the the areas you wanna go in in the Lord. Just have someone match faith with you. Start the year off right. It's January 1st, everybody. We can start this year off on the right foot, okay? All right, let's get get our, our hearts ready. This is the I'm all in declaration, all right? Put your hand over your heart. Everybody say, this year. This year, I will be.
0: I will be all in. All in whatever
1: it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever the cost. Whatever
0: the cost. I'm all in. I'm all in.
1: I am committed to growth.
0: I'm committed to growth.
1: In my relationships.
0: In my relationships. In my
1: spiritual health.
0: In my spiritual health.
1: In my disciplines. In
0: my disciplines. I am committed. I am committed to God. To God. My family. My family. And
1: my church. I will be intentional.
0: I will be intentional.
1: With a holy strategy.
0: With a holy strategy.
1: To grow. To grow. This year. This year. I'm all in.
0: I'm all in.
1: Whatever you ask of me.
0: Whatever you ask of me. The
1: answer is yes.
0: Answer is yes. Whatever I need to do. Whatever I need to do. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. This year. This year.
1: I'm all in. I'm all in on, lift your hands to the Lord and start it off right father in this moment we surrender to you all of us all of who we are this moment is is yours today is yours God we declare this year is yours father thank you for the truth that Jesus Christ came died for us so that we would not have to pay for our own sins but that his blood paid for our sins past present and future and we are so in love with you for that fact thank you Lord for your mercy and your grace and Lord we we submit to you this year whatever that means whatever the cost we surrender to you in Jesus name everybody said Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to the Purpose Church podcast. If God used this message to impact your life, tell us your story by emailing mystory at thepurposechurch.com. Be sure to follow us on social media and check out our website at thepurposechurch.com to get connected and receive all the latest information.